Hi there. Uh, my name is Christian, and welcome to what I call Dude on a Couch, which is essentially just me sitting here and talking into the mic. I don't really have anyone to talk with when I'm here, and uh, I'm kind of just, I don't know, I'm, I'm speaking as if I'm talking to myself, kind of, I would say. And I don't know, just about topics that are on my brain kind of currently. Uh, I find my brain works a little bit too fast and too many things come up at once. And I have these things, I call them, <laughs> I call them my, my intrusive ideas. And it's where an idea to make something comes to my head and I'll almost drive myself crazy until I do it. Uh, which is how this kind of started was um, I had this equipment, I thought I might as well just, just play with this and, and do this for fun. And uh, a friend of mine had told me I should post it, and I, I didn't really make this to do that. Um, this was more kind of just like a video journal for myself, because I, I don't really write much, and um, I always I always tell people to journal. I'm a bit, a bit of a hypocrite in that, I would say. So I always tell people to journal, and I, I don't even journal myself. But I find it easier for me to, to make a video because um, that's kind of where my expertise lies. And uh, I, I just have fun doing it. Um, I, I never, I'm never really in front of the camera. I don't really like looking at myself uh, in that way. And I, I ended up posting it on YouTube. And like it didn't blow up or anything, uh, but it, it did blow my expectations. And, and I got a slew of, of very positive comments. And, and that really did make my day. Um, also, it, it helped me with the thought, knowing that there's other people out there who kind of share the same thoughts as, as I do and and who can relate. And um, I would actually like to go through those those comments. And, and I did respond, because like, I read every single one of them. And I did um, respond to each one of them. But I wanted to address them in in a video, in my opinion, because I feel like that's a bit more personal. I'd rather do that than just see it as a as a comment. Um, it was primarily with, with the first one. And the first one I <laughs> I didn't really like. Um, but I, I always get into this thing of, of of you know you can't always make something perfect if 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 someone were to make something perfect all the time it wouldn't you would we would have no art. Because nothing's ever perfect, and uh, actually, I, I, the second one I made, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, but people seem to really connect with the first one, and the first one was loneliness, love, and people. You know, quite <laughs> it's quite broad, I would say, and uh, I can definitely continue to t to talk on the subjects because it, it, it's a forever changing subject. Um, I'm just gonna go down from the top. Um, the comment here was, uh, don't know why YouTube recommended this to me out of the blue, but I'm down for a low key chill convo. And I really appreciate that. Cause you know, especially nowadays, it's kind of hard to just sometimes even with just friends to kind of just sit down and, and just have a talk with them, you know? And <laughs> sometimes I catch myself saying things. And I just, I just go, wow, I'm so stupid. Um, and it's not a good way to think, but, um, no, it, it's very nice to, to just like have a sit down with somebody and, and, and fully have a chat with them. I, I always like to, whenever I meet new people, I don't know, I have this thing where there's only certain people I can kind of really <laughs> vibe with, I, I'd say. Um, it, it's just this energy that I feel off of them, whether I can, I can continue to talk with them or not. And, uh, if I do have that that feeling like, oh, like I, I would want to continue chatting with you, um, I'll, I'll ask them to go for coffee. And I, I say, because I love to pick brains. I love to, to see how people think. And, and a saying I always would say is, let's exchange stories. And this is, uh, it's, it's, that's been the best saying for me because I, I do want to exchange stories. I want to hear people's stories. And, and I, I offer, <laughs> I offer some, some crazy stories, I'd say, as well. Um, but, uh, on that comment, I do appreciate the idea that it's just a chill, um, it's a chill vibe for you. Uh, here, this one's a decent one. 
It's great just to hear this in the background amidst my daily routine. I'm glad there's people that share the same thought processes as me. Loneliness, what normality is, social construct of people's ideologies. Thanks for the video. Best of luck with your future endeavors. And I really appreciate this one. I really, really do. Thank you so, so much. And yeah, it's, it's, I feel like at our, at the age range that I'm within, uh, I'm currently 20. I know one of the comments was how old was I? I'm, I'm currently 24. Actually, I turned 25, um, in a week and I've, I've got a late birthday, but I was born in 1998 and maybe I'll go through a bit of my story a little bit here. I just don't like necessarily talking about myself too much, especially, especially if it's going to be public. Um, and yeah, I, 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 I've discovered that there, there are a lot of people, um, in this age range that, that feel this and they feel like they're all alone. And the whole point of this kind of idea of it being now being out is, is connecting with people to let them know that, no, you're not, it's not just you, you know, there's, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people here uh, who feel the same way and and who are trying their best. Everyone's really trying their best. Now the next one, this one's a long one. This is this is really the one that I really wanted to talk about. Uh, this person said, great video. I love the vibe I get from this. Also, the assignment thing you did at the end is really good. If you choose to continue your journey of expressing yourself on the internet, it might be neat to have just a little assignment like that to make someone else's life better at the end of every video. Um, I do try and do that. Um, and the assignments are kind of just things that like little things I've, I've tried to do, uh, throughout my life to, to bring people up. Um, cause it's very, it, most of, most of the time I like to just try and spread positivity. Um, I find everywhere on the internet you look, it's, it's always very negative and, and, you know, people living in fear and, uh, there are, there are bad things in the world going on and it's good to, to recognize those and, and be empathetic towards them. But, you know, there's a lot of good happening in the world and it's very important to remember that because it's very easy to get lost in the negative. Um, so if you can be a beacon of, you know, sunshine to someone's dark tunnel, even just for a second, it, it, it may even just change their path and change their trajectory towards something better. And, you know, you got to just watch it. You just got to watch them fly, which is the best part. Um, also, if you're reading this, I wonder what you meant by saying that you were helping other people out a lot is hindering yourself, and they had a timestamp. Is it because it's taking time off of you that you could rather use for yourself or that you are giving something else up by helping them? Because when I'm thinking about helping other people, I think of it as something that I too can grow from and not really it hindering me, though I don't know the extent of actually helping others that you are talking about. Also, I think I'm really inexperienced at actually and deeply helping other people, so I might just haven't experienced what it's like yet. Um, I think there's like these random letters, TLDR. Uh, sorry, I don't know what that means, but wonderful video, really uh, really inspiring. Totally made my day. Thank you so, so much. Like, I, I think I responded to this saying this, this one specifically is inspiring me to make the one I'm currently making now. Um, but what I did mean by, uh, helping other people is hindering me. Not, it never, it will never hinder me. Um, helping others will never hinder me. And I don't think it'll ever hinder anyone, which is why we all need to keep doing it more. It's just, you know, sometimes uh, it gets to a point where you're 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 the person for everyone to go to, and it's almost as if you're kind of living in glass. So, I uh, I, I like honestly, I have my, my I have a lot of bad days. Um, and when you're helping someone, it's it's much more comfortable. Uh, for them, if they, if they're talking to someone who's not having a bad day, you know, um, but also they're talking to someone who's able to empathize and, 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 and really connect with them. And so most of the time, uh, if I'm with someone and we're talking, uh, about 
about issues, I I'll always, uh, no matter what, I, I I always mask how I feel um, to others uh, because I've I've set myself up as as that person who who is um, strong and who is self reliant. And I do, I do, I do value myself as those, but you know, everyone does have those bad days. And I think, uh, it was just, it was just one of those days where it was, it was one of my bad days, but I had, I think it was like four or five people call me, uh, with problems. I, I, <laughs> I think there was something in the air that day. Cause like there, there were like four breakups that day. <laughs> I just was like, what is happening? And it was, it was the one day off I had. Um, after a really long streak of just work and being busy. And so it was the day where I chose where I can just, you know, be on my couch and lay down. And it was, it was, I think it was five hours straight uh, or four hours straight where I would literally, I kid you not, the call would end and then a different person would call me and it would be an hour talk about that. The call would end and then right after, and I just wanted to lay on my couch and watch some, some TV because I, I hadn't been able to do that in a long time. And I, I think at that point I was just kind of overloaded and I, I took my time to have, cause that was supposed to be, you know, since it was a lower day for me, that was my like me day. And it, it, it didn't take away from me day cause I will always be there to, to help who I can, but it was more so just an overload of, of things. And I'll never be burdened by people's problems. And you know, some, when you're, when you're talking to a lot of people and a lot of people have problems, it's easy to get that that energy transfer from them and, and feel the negativity, but you have to learn to block that and kind of see it in a in a way where it's almost surfaced to a point where you don't get affected by the energy, but you're still able to provide uh, uh, consolidation and, 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 you know, a shoulder uh, for them without being, you know, super torn down by it. Because a lot of people have some crazy problems, um, and some so much more severe than anything that you had ever experienced. And all you can really say is, "I I can feel you. I'm sorry, and I'm here." And um, and yeah, so that that's that's what I really meant. I I'll never. I, and in terms of the 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 relating with people deeply, I I tend to try and relate with everyone that. I'm close to her talking to you on a deeper level. I just find that's a lot more fun. And there is, in my ego death, uh, off the psychedelics, I, 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 um, I was fighting to get back to almost surface level of thinking because the deeper, deeper you go, the more you feel. Um, and it is important. It is good to stay at a surface. But don't get too stuck in the surface, because because when you do think deeper into a lot of things, it it opens your eyes to different perspectives that you'd never realized before, and you know having deeper uh, conversations with people allows you to understand their perspective on reality, and and that's kind of <laughs> what we're all trying to do is just understand each other's perspective on reality, and and that's that's super fun to me, and I I always 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 will enjoy hearing what people think about the world around them, uh, what people think about the people that they've surrounded themselves with. Cause you know, there's uh, convenient relations and there's uh, meaning relations and there's all these different relations you have with different people. And you notice as you get older, things start to change. And you know, although everyone experiences things differently, uh, a lot of people experience it the same way. And <laughs> There's a really uh, popular saying that I'm sure your parents have told you, uh, a few of them actually, which is, you understand when you have children and uh, I've done the same things that you've done. And I feel that, you know, we don't, we don't really uh, appreciate our parents until we get older, until we kind of like get more out into the real world and and not necessarily saying that my world's a real world, but, um, you know, we get out into kind of the working class and we under we start to gather the idea of how expensive things are and then also just the day-to-days and and you end up looking up at your parents and, and saying wow unfortunately some people um see that a bit too late and some people also don't have uh the best relations with their parents because you know it's also your parents first time and no there's no there's no professional at being a parent <laughs> it's it's a lot of instinct obviously there's some that are better than others and and some who ended up being parents a bit too soon um, 
and you know you just gotta you gotta give people credit everyone's everyone's really trying their best and you just need to really appreciate the ones that do try because the ones who don't and you know <laughs> I, d- I sound like a parent but you know sometimes they get upset because they care so much and and the thing that my parents had always had always emphasized with me was was we wouldn't be this upset if we didn't care and i, I was always like oh, i'd rather you not care but you know i've grown to appreciate it because um it just takes one person to care <laughs> it just takes one person to care to care about you unconditionally and, and and truly to to let you know that you're not alone i'm gonna start tearing up um but yeah just just hug your hug your hug your parents if you can uh you know because and <laughs> During COVID, I, I had this Discord server. I, I mean, I still have it. And I had this whole section called Deep Talks. And essentially, I was I was people's therapist throughout quarantine, just talking about life. And we were just listening to sad music. And I said, guys, think about it. One day, you know, you won't be able to run upstairs to give your parents a hug. <laughs> and then we all, we all left and went and hugged our parents. <laughs> um, not to think about stuff like that. But, you know, it's a, it's a reminder of the back of your head because uh, you don't want it to be too late. You don't want it to be too late. Uh, a friend of mine had just lost his dad uh, unexpectedly, and, and I could never imagine the pain that he must be going through. Um, and again, I can't imagine it, but all I can do is just be there and and be a person that they can, they can come to um, and just ease it up a bit. Uh, and if you're in, if you're in the same age range as I am, you'll notice this happening with people around you and it does, it does make you think, but don't wait until a situation, uh, where you're just thinking, uh, I'd say, okay, I'm going to go into the next one. Um, how did you get into doing camera work with Drake? Would love to hear more about your story and come up. So <laughs> after rewatching the first one, uh, trying to understand why, why uh, people related with it so much? I I realize I made I made Drake sound like a almost like a pet. He's not okay. I don't I don't know why it came off like that. That's not what I meant. Um, and I don't know. I I do have a very interesting story of how I got into my work. And maybe one day, if if people do want to hear more about it, I'll I'll say it. Um. But I do. I currently work in the film industry. I work in in commercials, and and I'm a freelancer. And um, uh, I work out of Toronto, Canada. Uh, and yeah, if 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 people want to hear more about my story, I'm I'm willing to say it. But not. I I, I don't te- necessarily say it voluntarily. Um, but maybe one day I'll, I'll go into it. Uh, <laughs> this one is this. This is like me in my head in brackets. I'm, I'm something I don't think I can say on the internet. Uh, but no, I feel, I understand that. It's actually I have a funny story. I was um I was on set. We had an on set counselor, and I was just I was just talking with her, and she goes, "You're a neurodivergent." <laughs> what? What is that? Um, and I looked it up, and it was essentially it's basically just a group of uh, it a group that contains uh, all these different kind of mental things, uh, which would be autism, ADHD, uh, bipolar, uh, depression, anxiety. I went, Oh, so it's just a general term. Uh, I didn't take offense to it at all, but, but that's how I can relate to that. Um, here before this blows in a few months time. Uh, uh, I think as it blows up, I guess. Um, I, I don't think this will blow up. Uh, Remember me when you're famous. Not going to be famous. Uh, I think I, I mentioned about not doing. I, I I tend to avoid situations where I would be <laughs> famous. That makes sense. Um, I don't. Know, I just don't. I don't really want that in life. Um, I find that it's a bit. It's a lot on the on the psyche. Uh, not that I couldn't handle the psyche aspect, but it's just not something I'd want out of my life. Um, and I'd want, because I feel like it also, I mean, it could help me with 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 charity work and and spreading word, but I I don't I don't search for that. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm I'm currently 24. I'm about to turn 25 in less than 10 days uh, from today. 
Today is December eighth, twenty twenty-three, and uh, oh, I'm very. I think um, <laughs> I always would say I, I've gone through my quarter-life crisis at at twenty, just because I've I've been been through a lot, and now I'm going through twenty. I'm going to be twenty-five. I, I I it's a very odd time for me. It's got me thinking a lot. Um, I'm also sca- I, I'm not scared of thirty. I'm very excited for thirty because everything I hear about thirty is just it's your twenties with money. Uh, and I've always been a big person on, on working through your 20s uh, so that you can try and get ahead. And I try not to party a lot, but it's hard. Uh, you know, a good way to look at partying is just think to yourself, what do I have to celebrate, right? Um, and this also t- touches on the subject of, of um, being grateful for what you have. And, and I truly am grateful for, for the things that I've done and have now, but I just still don't feel that I'm at a point that I want to be at yet. And until I get there, um, I've decided I'm going to stop partying so much uh, just because I find that it's a bit of a waste of money. And with how things are nowadays, I don't think I, I should be uh, in terms of just the world and, and, and what people are going through. And, you know, what, what do I have to celebrate right now? You know, not not too much. So there's no point of me going out. Um, and yeah, so th- those were the comments from the video. And, and when I, I found out, when I found all these comments, uh, it was, it was yesterday. It, it had made me really happy. I, I was riding this crazy high. I love, it was just nice to, to see people actually, you know, connecting with what I said and, and connecting with the video. And I'm very appreciative of those people who did. And I'm very appreciative that, you know, this is something that you can just kind of listen to in the background and, uh, I'd like to spark some some thoughts. Now, <clears throat> something that I've I've discovered recently, I'd, re- recently is within a few. I, I like to like test things out. I'm I'm also a skeptic of of my own ideas, uh, <laughs> and um, something I've been testing for the past few months is this way to kind of relieve anxiety because I I know anxiety is is a very big part today of the world, and. Um, Something I've been telling my friends to do, I, it used to be something I just did at work and then it turned into a thing, into almost like a lifestyle that I've, I've grown into. And I've been teaching friends to do this because it, it, it does truly help you. Um, but essentially, whenever you start to feel overwhelmed by something or, you know, you're becoming anxious about things, uh, I need to think of a good example. Uh, the best example I can give is just, you know, when I'm at work and things just aren't working. I know I can fix them uh, and it just takes time and you're just kind of getting overwhelmed with things. And, you know, it's because you care. Uh, you're getting stressed because you care. And this does this does actually help for, for just stress in general. Um, but what I do is is I'll say this out loud or if I'm with someone, I'll say it. And it has to be like this. It has to be, you want to know what I decided? And then they have to respond with what? You have to just say, I don't care. And you're almost essentially tricking yourself, right? Um, and you just do it over and over again until you kind of feel that you'll feel the weight literally lift off your shoulders, and you just go, you know, I decided I I don't care. I just I don't care. Um, it is important to do to care, and it's important to to get things done. But I found this has helped with relations, with overthinking, especially. Uh, I'm a very big overthinker, and you know from uh what I'm seeing here, it seems like there, there are, or from what I've experienced, there are a lot of overthinkers. And, and so I've told them this method and they go, wow, like this, <laughs> this actually works. Um, it's just about repetition. Uh, and just telling yourself that you don't care can actually, you know, really, really benefit you uh, for things. Now, it's important to care about, <laughs> about 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 things just uh don't care too too much you know look i'm not telling you to do this but um the way i see it is i just see i see life as as kind of a game you know uh we're all here to play it we're all trying our best and you know you can't take too many things seriously because like i've talked about before it's it's all about the bigger picture um Will something today be bothering you five years from now? Most likely not. 
so don't let it ruin majority of your time because then you'll look back on it five years from now and saying, why did I waste all my time thinking about that? I know it's a lot of the time it's usually relations with people. Um, and, you know, us humans, we're so, we're actually programmed to, to feel another human's affection, another human's touch. And we just get so, so caught up in that and so invested into things that it you need to you need to really learn how to cut it off you really need to learn how to control your emotional brain now i don't know if i've i've talked about the emotional brain before here but um when the brain was developing you know the first uh part of the brain that was developing was fight or flight which is why it's the most prominent part of our brain, and it's so it's so strong. You know, if someone jumps out at you, you're either gonna run or you're gonna, you know, maybe even punch him in the face. Uh, there, there are a lot of people like that. And um, the next part that had developed was the emotional brain, and so this is where you get all of your emotions from and your feelings. And you know, emotions can't, feelings can't be put into words because they're not meant to be put into words. They're meant to just feel. And then the last part of the brain that developed uh, was the logical side of the brain. And there is a bridge between all these parts. And, you know, when you get really heated and, and upset, your emotional side of the brain will take over, uh, which is why sometimes, you know, if you get super mad, you go, oh, I just, like, I see black. You know, it's almost like you black out. And all you have to do in those situations is just take a second and breathe and just know... Because the emotional brain, if it's looking at a plate and there's a square hole, a star hole, and a circle hole, and you have wooden pieces that go in each hole, the emotional brain, if it was fully running, wouldn't be able to put the pieces in the right holes. And I know it sounds so crazy, but it's it's I promise you that's that's it's true. And so all you have to do is practice some breathing. There's this new breathing technique that a friend of mine showed me, which is uh, taking a deep breath, and then uh, once it's over, you take another small deep breath after that so it just be and then you hold it and you slowly let it go and then it'll calm you down and then another topic on on the anxiety aspect is uh you just have to also kind of tell yourself when these thoughts come up just these aren't my thoughts these aren't my thoughts this isn't me um and you just have to keep repeating that self that to yourself Otherwise, it'll it'll just take over, um, and you know I also I get very anxious about that. And <laughs> if you ask people around me, they they'd be shocked uh, if I said that, because I, I'm always very outgoing and and social with people. But um, that's because ever since I was younger, uh, I'd always had feared rejection uh, from people, and I discovered this saying and these people they called it god mode and which is you would just go up to random people and say the most obscure things and then you'd kind of just walk away and that got me used to kind of going up to people and not really caring the thought or perception of me and i kind of just kept that but in order to do that and and this helped me do other things too like go cliff jumping and, and do things i was scared of doing which was I would just count down from three in my head. I know a lot of people say that, but if you truly just, you just count down from three and then you turn off the rest of your thinking and then just do it, you will have stories that you never thought you would have. Um, like I, I went cliff jumping and I, I jumped off this 60 foot cliff and I, I couldn't do it first. I watched someone else do it first. Um, and then it was so scary. It was so, so scary. And it was the first cliff I'd ever jumped. Um, but in my head, I just thought to myself, okay, you're going to count down from three. You're going to run. You're going to jump. And that's it. Just make sure, <laughs> body, please, don't fuck this up. It's very simple. Just do it. So count down from three. And then I blacked out. Count up from three. Everything went black. And then all of a sudden, I was at the bottom. I was safe. And it felt, I did it multiple times after that. And that, you know, obviously it opened the chapter of me wanting to jump off more cliffs. But <laughs> that sounded so odd. But but it's true. It's true. And I love cliff jumping. And, you know, it's something about getting over that, that mental restraint in your head. 
uh, I always tell people live slightly outside of your comfort zone because that's how you'll make memories. Because if you're always living within your comfort zone, then what's what's the point? You're comfortable doing anything, anything like I, I'm comfortable just sitting at home all day. But what am I gonna what am I gonna tell people? You know, a few years from now, like, oh yeah, what'd you always do? Oh, I just sat at home. I did nothing. And this isn't uh, this isn't me saying, oh yeah, like go out and always be doing something. You know, you always need to have your rest days. You always need to to uh, relax and have your time. But um, it is important to make memories, especially while you're young, because when you get older, you know, the people around you start getting married, they start settling down, they don't go out as much. And I think I, I kind of fear that, I would say, um, because I'm so focused and prioritized on, on working right now. I'm scared that by the time I get to that point where I'm like, OK, like, let's go out, guys. Everyone's going to be like, no, like we've, we've had our time. So I think it's good to find that balance. Um, I always find on the internet there's there's extremes on both where like one side is uh, don't go out in your 20s work 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 blah, you can always party later and then the other side which is like um, oh yeah like use your 20s to party like you're not gonna be young forever you can always make money later like it's only those two sides I think it's very important to find an in between of that and it's very easy to get sucked into both sides but you kind of have to you have to have discipline on yourself that's that's the most important bit is just having discipline and I, i'm i'm also teaching myself that i i need to have more discipline on myself because i find that um i'm very easily swayed uh towards both um and recently in this past year i've been working on that work-life balance because when i was when i was when i first started working when i was 20 21 or 22 i i i didn't care about work-life balance. i said no just give me work i want to work um i think it's that hunger coming out of school that you have that and it's good to have that, especially to propel your career and prepare, pr- propel you to where you want to be. But, you know, after a bit, you've got to learn to say, say if you're working nine to five, you have to, you know, you can't just go home every day wait, waiting for Friday. You know, you, there, you have so much time after 5 p.m. to go and do things. Um, like a friend of mine, he works at nine to five. And since I'm freelance, it's. I get culture shock sometimes when I hear about nine to five. Like, uh, I'd booked this uh, this uh, room at this village up north to go snowboarding, and I'd booked it with two of my friends, and I wanted another one of my friends to come, and so I had uh, I had called him and I said, "Hey, man, like I booked I booked this. Do you want to come? It's it's in a f- it's in a few days, and uh, I'd love for you to come." And he goes, "I can't." I said, "Why not?" It's you know it's it's January it was what it was January like ninth or tenth or something like that. He goes, I used up all my vacation days. Oh no, or was it December? It might have been December. Yeah, he goes, I've used up all my vacation days, and like that that for some reason hadn't been in my head in a long time because again I I had worked in a job kind of like that. Um, I worked as a host at a restaurant before I worked in film, and I've worked different retail jobs. Um, I'd never been really in the corporate world. He goes, I've used up all my vacation days. I said, well, like, what if you called in sick or something? Don't you get paid if you do that? He goes, yeah, I've used up those days too. And that kind of blew my mind, you know, thinking of that. of Because uh, I'm, I'm a very big person in, in spontaneity and, and quick little adventures, which is why the freelancing works for me. Obviously, it's not for everyone because a lot of people need to know that they're working uh, for the next next week. Yeah, you know, sometimes I don't know if I'm working until a few days before. Um, but I've I've grown to be okay with that. That's that's okay with me because I've I've. It took me a while to get to this, but I've I've thrown faith into uh, into the world that I'll 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 end up working, and uh, that has helped me ease up a bit because I I used to I used to freak out all the time about that, but yeah, so I I that had shocked me. Um, but what he had done was, you know, after work, he'd go climbing or he'd have these little, and what he did recently was he actually, uh, started a culinary class and learned how to cook and stuff. And, you know, I think life, my mom had taught me this. My mom's a very big, uh, person in, in continuous learning. Um, life will always, t- always teach you things and it's always important to, you know, continue learning. You, learning shouldn't stop at school. Um, 
about a year after I'd graduated, I kind of missed the aspect of, of learning. <laughs> I know it sounds dumb, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to ingest information. And so what I would start doing was uh, when I had free time at work, I'd start reading on my phone. And that has actually helped me with a lot of different things. And I think it's really important to continue learning. And, you know, once you're out of school, you're no longer forced to learn. Uh, but when you want to learn on, uh, on your own terms, it becomes a lot more fun. And you really want to do it. Uh, so I'd suggest, you know, if, if you're working a 9 to 5 uh, or if you're working freelance on your free days, you know, try and, try and have a day. If you have a day off designated, try and use that day to, to learn a new skill, you know, learn a new aspect of life. Um, after the pandemic and after all the restrictions started lifting up, you know, it was a good time for a lot of people to learn. Like, I know people who learned how to play guitar. I know people who learned how to code. And they had a full-on career switch after that. Um, and uh, my biggest question to people, especially when I first met them, I said, what was the one thing you learned uh, during COVID? Because it's very, it's very interesting to know how people handled that situation. Because obviously some people were luckier, luckier than others, and, and I do empathize with with the people who who did go through a lot of losses but there there were a lot of good things that came out of it um it, it personally it, it had helped me in terms of sitting down learning what i wanted to learn and and actually got me into what i'm doing now which i'm uh definitely grateful for but you know being forced to stay inside to learn something shouldn't be the way that you learn it um and you know, if reading is something that you don't necessarily do, there's a ton of video essays on YouTube, and um, again, you can take up a class. There's a lot of free classes online, um, but just continue learning because you'll find that your brain then continues to expand. Because there, there's this thing where your brain stops developing at 25, but it doesn't mean it stops learning. Uh, it just means that your kind of personal habits become more in stone with your brain because it's how you've been thinking. But this is also why I always uh, tell people to microdose shrooms because it, it reopens those routes. Um, and the way that I tend to describe it is, uh, first I'll say, imagine you drive to work and it's in one place every day. So you'll try different routes, but then you end up finding the fastest route. And so you end up taking that route every day. And then, uh, you know, there's traffic one day and the traffic on that route that you had found. But in your head, you're thinking, no, this is the fastest route. That just means that there's more traffic on the other routes. So what microdosing does essentially is it, it's like using Waze or using maps where it, it has traffic and it'll take you to the actual fastest route. Um, and even with that, if you're not comfortable with that, you know, meditation helps a lot. It does, and I know a lot of people say it, and a lot of people say, oh, it doesn't work on me. But you've got to really stick to it because uh, there is this turning point that, that everyone will reach within meditation, and that really, really helps people think a bit more clearly. I think it's also important to think about yourself from you know an outer view of you as if you, you're in GTA or whatever. Um, if you see yourself from an outside point of view, it, it does help you uh, perceive yourself and how you uphold yourself and always try and work to make yourself better. Now I've gone completely off topic. I have no idea what I'm talking about now. Just went on a little rant. Now there is a question I do want to ask anyone who's willing to answer is, um, actually I'll say a story before there are a few people in my life that have kind of stuck through my life and we've, we've changed and grown together and we've never grown apart. And, you know, whenever I get into my bad days or get upset, I always, I, I'll think of them and, and it, it'll bring me up. I'm just curious to know how many other people kind of have that person. Uh, not necessarily your person, but just, you know, someone who's always, who's always been there. And I think it's really fun to kind of go through life and, and remember life with them. And think about it if life were different, if things were different and you had never met them. And then on top of that is think about the people who are negatively affecting you. 
and think about what life would be without them. And something to help you as well is to think about uh, if you do need to do a little pruning, um, think, I've lived life without you. I can continue to do so uh, now. Just hold the memories. I don't know. So another important thing I, I think it's fun to think about is just life chapters. You know, we all we all go through life chapters, uh, no matter who you are. You always go through relatively the same life chapters. And this kind of touches on the topic of parents as well, uh, of them saying, you know, I've, I've done what you've done, I've been what you've been. And I've started taking, you know, my parents' advice a lot more after realizing that if they have been what I've been through and done what I've done, they probably have a good reading on, on people, uh, especially my friends. And, you know, as you're older, you, you start to value your friends a lot. But there are some that are truly bad for you and they may not, you know, express it or you may not see it. But sometimes your parents have this instinct and they, they can. Um, and again, this isn't creating a reliance on them, but it's kind of just hearing that them out and, and understanding that, yeah, oh, okay, maybe I'll, I'll look towards this because um, not everyone you meet can be a good person. A lot of people want things, and it's hard to trust people nowadays especially because usually people want things, and it also depends on where you are in the world. Um, I find that, that where I am now, there are, there are a lot of genuine people, but there's, there's also a lot of insincere people and people looking for something specific. And I don't, I don't like the people looking for something specific. There's this uh, street here. It's called King Street. Um, you go there to a party usually if you're, if you're 19 to like 22 and then the people who stay there past 30 are the ones who are kind of stuck there. Uh, see, you can't really define people on age, but it, it does, it is a very big indicator. Um, you know, <laughs> I hear these stories about, about these 30 year olds and I just think to myself, wow, I really hope I don't end up li like thinking like that because, um, a lot of them are playing, I call, it, I call it the game. I know a lot of people do too, but um, they're just playing the game with, with, you know, younger girls and I'm hearing these things and I think to myself, wow, I remember when I used to say that stuff in high school um, and I always found that the people there were kind of stuck in that high school mentality and I, I say this a lot um, and this isn't even me promoting hate towards any group of people, but I just... Um, Again, people are always looking for something. It's hard to trust people and, and hard to it's hard to understand what they're actually looking for, whether it be a full on platonic relation or they want something from you or you're a connection that can lead to new connections that they want. And it is important to help out the people around you and, and help bring them up, but uh always be wary of people. Which is also why I like I do rely on my on my, you know, the feeling of if I can vibe with someone. Um, I rely on that one heavily. Recently, I, I used to not trust it, but but now I do trust it because it, it's it's my inner my inner self, you know, kind of doing the filtering. And you should trust your instincts. It is important to trust your instincts. Something I think that you know is really important to think about sometimes is is how can you how can you help someone more than others have helped them? Um, I go to this gym and uh, every, I used to, there's this girl there. At first I was like, oh wow, she's really, she's really pretty. She worked there. And then we got to talking. She was really into art. And obviously I work, I work in the arts. Um, and so we got to talking and I, she would always say how she has all these ideas and just, she couldn't finish them and all this stuff. And I just kept saying, just do it. Like, just get it out. Just get it out of your head. Get it out of your mental world. Bring it into the physical world. That's what you need to do. Um, and then I stopped going for a few months because I was, I was busy with work. I can't really go while I'm at work. And I've just recently started going again consistently. And um, I'd seen her. I saw her. And so we had some time to catch up. And, you know, she ended up saying, oh, like, since the last time we talked, you actually inspired me and I... I you know, went to school for this now. And like, I, 
do all these things. And I started doing this and, and you know, it's really nice to hear. And back in high school, I started this thing, which was called thank it forward. Cause in my high school, we had all these leadership camps and, um, those ended up, they did change my life. Uh, they changed how I thought and they changed my, my head from thinking about me to thinking about everyone and, and being inclusive to everyone. And so there were certain, you know, when, when you're going into high school, you're so scared. Uh, actually, I don't know about you, but I was so scared. I was terrified. Um, especially also <laughs> there's, um, this video had come out. I remember, uh, it was in the summer between me going from elementary school to high school. And it was this horrible, horrible video of, of these seven guys beating up this one guy, um, all high schoolers. And the one guy was, was Asian. And in my head, I thought, oh, like, is this what, is this what happens? Like people just want to beat up people when they're Asian. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I was, I was afraid that this is just what happens is that people beat you up cause you're Asian and I'm half Asian. Um, and I was terrified to go into high school. And so going to this leadership camp was really helpful because uh, the older guys were just so ac accepting and it felt really nice. And that became a thing where I really wanted to emphasize that is just being nice to everyone and being accepting of everybody because you don't know who's scared. Some people are able to hide it, but you, you never know who's, who's really, really terrified. And just being a person to say it's okay really, really helps. It really, really does. And this doesn't pertain to even just being young. This happens when you're older, when you're going into a new field or, you know, you're meeting a new person. You can be so scared. Uh, it is easy to just say, hey, like, it's okay. I'm here. I'm listening. I'm, I'm looking at you and, and there's nothing to be afraid of. And that it does go a long way. It, it truly does. Um, in high school, I used to have this thing. I used to, it was called just, uh, thank it forward, kind of like pay it forward. But you know, you never, you never know who changes your life until they say thank you. Sometimes it could be from the smallest thing. Uh, just like when one of the assignments I had given was just to compliment a small thing about someone to make their day. Um, you know, maybe a few months later you'll get a thank you. And just like what happened at the gym, um, I got a thank you. And it was, it's really nice because again, it, it doesn't validate what you do. Like in a sense, it, it's more like a, uh, it's more so like, Oh, like I did, I did do that. Like that, that was me. Um, and I think it is very important to, to continue to do that. And so I would say the assignment for this video, it doesn't pertain to, to going with other people. Uh, you can do this with other people or not, but just find a day and, and just kind of, indulge in nature, indulge in a hike. For me, it's winter. I personally like hiking in the winter because no one's around and it's very, very quiet because the snow acts as like a sound uh, damper. Um, it's very quiet and kind of just, it's fun to go with a friend uh, um, and just chat and just walk and surround yourself in nature. Um, and if you really feel like you don't want to do it, it's probably when you should. That's a big thing I like to say. Like if you really don't, if you really don't feel like going to the gym, that's the time when you should go to the gym. Because you're then conquering a, a mental hurdle you're putting in front of yourself, and then you feel so much more accomplished after. Uh, this time it's more of just you know surpassing a, a mental hurdle uh, that you in place on yourself. Because we tend to do that a lot. We we tend to say no, I can't do that. Oh, it's because of this. It's because we create excuses. Uh, it's really important to. Sure, yeah, make those excuses, but <laughs> you're going to end up not doing uh, doing anything about it. Just break a little bit out of your comfort zone. Uh, do something you're you're just a slightly bit uncomfortable with. Uh, you know, obviously doing it for the better. Um, and yeah, I'd say try try that out because I'll tell you it it is very very rewarding to your brain. You know, when personally when it when it's cold and like there's snow on the ground, you know, you dress up, you you bundle up and. Uh, Go on that hike, uh, have some a bit of deeper conversation with with a friend. Um, some things to inspire the deeper conversations is just essentially, you know, what what is it that you're looking out of life? What is it that you want? What what is it that you truly desire? Without it being a materialistic thing, and and you know, who are the people closest to you that have affected you the most? Who are the people that have changed you the most? 
and have you said thank you to them? Um, you know, ask ask those kind of questions, and I'm telling you, it'll it'll be a nice long conversation, uh, <laughs> and you you end up to start making some good questions after that too. And yeah, uh, again, I'd like to thank everyone who had watched the first one and and everyone who had commented on on each one. It, it truly does mean a lot to me, and I I do hope that I could help certain aspects of your life and, and make things a little bit better for you. And I do, I do want to help as many people as I can, as many, as many as I can. Cause you know, I think we need more of that in the world. Just people there purely just to help others who feel that they've been dealt the wrong cards. I am reading this new book right now. I'll get it more into it. Maybe in another one. Um, but Essentially, it's saying you thinking you have been dealt the wrong cards is also holding you back. You just have to change your own reality and think, I can do this. I can I can do this. I can get this. I can do that. And just constantly telling yourself uh, that you can do it. Because if you tell yourself you can't, obviously you, you won't be able to. It's like when you're at the gym setting a certain amount of reps, you're going to get to that number and your body's going to be like, okay, like that's the number we set. We're done. And the whole mental... Uh, you know, push past that is going past that until you fail. Um, always do things for the betterment of humanity. Always be inclusive. Always, always try and make someone's day, even if you're having a bad one. Um, yeah, thank you again for if you did sit through this whole thing. Thanks for watching, and uh, you can check this out on Spotify. It's called Dude on a Couch. Um, be, I, because I. I know sometimes it's hard to it's hard to have YouTube up all the time, and so this is on Spotify if you want to just listen to it on your walk to work or or anything. And and shout to uh to Leah and Julia for for inspiring me to put on Spotify for their their hot girl walk, as they say. And uh, and yeah, appreciate you. Have a wonderful wonderful week, and hopefully I'll see you again soon.